Greetings and welcome to another episode of The Conscious Observer. Your brother, uh, Aline. And um, today I'm going to be talking about the movie The Black Panther 2, uh, Conda Forever. Um, actually, you know what, I actually don't want to talk about that. I already made a review for that, and then, uh, Anchor deleted, or Anchor malfunctioned, and what I had got deleted. I actually don't want to talk about that. I really more so want to talk, I want to talk about pride. That has been something that's been in my mind a lot lately, where I have seen the negative effects of having pride. Um, You know, I think I'm good to talk about this. I think I'm a a good candidate to talk about this. I can get back to the the Black Panther 2. Oh, okay, you know what I'll do. Uh, Black Panther 2 is a visually good movie, but the subliminal messaging in the movie is very problematic for the black community. Um, You know, women leading, uh, the non-existence of men. You know, when you see a movie and there's no men in the movie, it is not accidental. You know, um, there's no when there's no black men in the film, that's not accidental. That is actually a very overt, covert message um, that the dominant society, the white society, uh, the white supremacists are planning on eradicating black men. So you see a movie with no black men. That's a sign from the the dominant society that they are targeting uh, the the eradication of black men. It's a, it's a it's a message of genocide. It's a genocidal um, message, and the black woman tends to be a little uh, short sighted in seeing the message because it isn't a message that is directed at her. But black woman, you have to expand. Uh, your sensitivity to black men. Your sensitivity can't be just for yourself. Your sensitivity can't just be for black women. Your sensitivity has to be for black men and black boys as well so that you can be uh, aware of attacks that that come against uh, your men. You have to be aware. You know, and as black men, I I think that black men are very aware of the attacks that are against black women. Um, So that we could be a little bit better. We all could be better. And that's the point. Uh, And that's my review of that movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. I like Namor. Um, I even, you know, liked, I could even appreciate, you know, them, you know, doing something for the girls, but ultimately it was a movie about the destruction of men and, uh, you know, um, really how, you know, the destruction of men leads to 
the vulnerability of the women. <clears throat> as soon as the Black Panther died, as soon as T'Challa died, <clears throat> the next thing you know, everybody is trying to attack the women. And there were no black men left, apparently. Um, there were no black men left. They put, this was a very, this was something that I haven't seen a lot of people touch on. But, uh, what's my brother's name? What's my brother's name? Um, the one from Get Out. The one that played Fred Hampton. Hmm. He was in the movie. Right? He was in the movie. Um, in the first movie. In this movie, they said that his character was thrown in jail. Now, his character was thrown in jail for the same reasons why... Well, essentially, they, they're trying to say that his character was thrown in jail because he opposed the throne. <clears throat> but, contrarily, the the queen, played by Angela Bassett, made a remark that um, she forgave. She showed forgiveness towards... Um, she showed forgiveness towards... Uh, the lead uh, war female warrior, even though she stood beside Killmonger while Killmonger was taking over the uh, the kingdom, she stood with him as was her duty. She sworn to the throne, so she was fulfilling her duty to the throne and not necessarily her duty to the family. Um. Which is, you know, I guess honorable, but it's also um, hmm. it, it's a it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum, but in whatever case, the husband uh, played by my brother, um, damn. Damn, I, I forget his name, but the the husband gets thrown in jail. And I guess as well as all the rest of the men in Wakanda and then the females get so so it's a very problematic film. Uh very problematic. I would say the toxicity the the toxicity levels of Wakanda Forever are exceeding one hundred percent. It far exceeding 100%. It is over 100%. It is it is surpassing completion in toxicity. You know, when something is 100%, 100% is not the highest percentage there is. You know, it could be 200%, 300%. This movie has exceeded being 100% toxic. It's exceeded it. Um, but it's done in a very careful way.
Uh, greetings. Um, coming back off a little break. Um, I, I was just watching YouTube and I, I saw a video of the 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 black the black student at University of Kentucky who was um, aggressed upon by the uh, young white woman who called her a nigger and a bitch um, over and over again. And um, well, I'm a couple that with another video that I saw. I saw a video of a white man who was sitting down with a, you know, a, a couple of brothers, black, young black men. And he was basically telling the young brothers that, you know, racism is a natural part of life. And he he said that he is a man who seeks to support his race. And he even went further in a very rational way, in a way that I respected quite a, quite a great deal, uh, to tell the young black men that they, as black people, have the right to represent and endorse their own race. <clears throat> Now, of course, the implications of white people endorsing their race, the reason why you, that, uh, you know, white power and black power um, have two different connotations. One is stigmatized uh, white power. You know, white power is associated with evil and black power is associated with triumph over evil. Um, and you can't help that white man. I can't, I can't help that. That's, that's the, the accumulation of all of your deeds. We, we can't, uh, erase that connotation that one power, um, has, is, is no, the one power is the, uh, symbol of evil and the other power is the symbol of good. Um, we, we can't help that. These are just facts. You might say that it's a double standard, but even to say when you see white people talking about double standards of race, even to talk about double standards is an act of arrogance on their part because to say that there's a double standard when it's so very clear that there really is no standard to the life of a black person in America and in these certain instances, moral, in these certain moral instances, instances of morality, where that's really the only thing we as black people have left. The only thing that we have left to be proud of is the fact that we can say that we hold the moral high ground. We hold the moral high ground. That's the only thing that we truly can make claim of. And even that... You're looking at a person who has every other uh, every other advantage aside from that one, because you can't have the world and also have the advantage of being morally correct. So naturally, because they are immoral, they 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 don't have morals that are superior to ours. So now they seek 
to destroy that statement by trying to make us like them. And what you see in the video is you see the little brothers very confused, very noticeably uncomfortable with the with the man's direct approach. <clears throat> and that was the part of the video that I dislike most. I really appreciate when a person is being honest. I really appreciate that. But you can tell that the conditioning of the mind of those black children had not prepared them for that type of encounter. They were very afraid of that type of encounter. And they tried to go inside of a hole in their minds where they felt safe. Where you heard one brother say, well, I, I love everybody. And we all know that the statement of loving everybody is a, is a traditional statement of the enslaved. The enslaved speak about loving everybody because it is a lie. Um, that excuses them from from not loving themselves. Because it's a it's an incomplete statement. When black people say they love everybody, it's an incomplete sentence. They mean to say that I love everybody, but me. Because truthfully, you can't love everybody. If you don't know yourself, you also don't know other people. And you don't know the full depths and the full range of other people to make a declaration like that, that you love a person. Many black people have said that they loved white people and have been met with knives in their stomach or a gunshot wound in their heads because the love that they claim to have had was really nothing more than a fantasy that they were projecting. They had an imaginary white person in their mind and they projected that person onto, onto the white person in front of their face. So in both these videos, I noticed that the black people in the videos, they were very uncomfortable by the white people in these videos. You know, the black woman in the video that I just saw, she was standing in front of a crowd of people and she was crying. Um, she was crying because she had been mistreated. Um, but in the video of the actual incident, you know, she's smiling and laughing. Of course, we know when black people smiling and laughing is a nervous reaction. It's a reaction of not knowing what to do. <clears throat> but what it shows is that not knowing what to do has mean that the world has ill prepared you for racism. That you have been so clouded in your judgment as a black person to think that white people are not racist anymore. Let me let me just break that down. Every single white person that you meet is a racist. They are the same as their forefathers the way that you are the same as your forefathers. Your yearning for freedom and your yearning for justice 
and liberty is the same yearning that your grandfather and grand great grandfathers had as well and their hatred of you is the same as their great grandfathers and their grandfathers before them so you have been tricked into thinking that because time has passed and we all have facebook and you know there's all these modern technologies that and you know you can go to starbucks and order a coffee and wait in line and maybe even have a little pleasant conversation that that is enough <laughs> to absolve the evil evil cannot be absolved with that kind of pleasant stuff it's just not good enough it's good enough in your mind because those things take you know you're appreciative of those things you're appreciative black people always appreciate small tokens of gratitude and small um you know tokens of appreciation and you when it comes to white people you take small things and you stretch them to be bigger than what they are if a white person throws you a crumb you say they gave you a cake i mean you're, you're, you're we're very sick that way you're very because you don't have a mathematical mind to calculate goodness in its correct way you don't calculate goodness right because you don't know what the word means anymore you don't know what good means anymore and you don't know what bad means anymore either so you know that you're ill prepared for those type of situations because you are under the impression that white people are good people so this woman is in the video smiling you know uncomfortable because you know she's dancing with this white woman she did not have to stay in that room with that white woman that that's really the point that i wanted to raise when you see the woman the white woman had let her go and the <laughs> oh man let me see if i can pull the video up again just to confirm that i'm not losing my my crazy ass mind make sure i'm not losing my mind let me see this again Now, a part of me says that this sister is being performative because that type of performative, that type of performative, black women have been getting a lot of kicks out of being performative. Black women have been making themselves into public spectacles for white people for a very long time now. It is a way for black women to garner attention and to, you know, effectively get a hug from white people. That's really what black women want. As a black man who loves his people, I'm not looking for a hug from white people. I don't care about their um, affection um, because I know they don't have it, truthfully. It is all performative, uh, meaning that it is all for the sake of being seen. It's done for cameras, um, but behind the scenes, they do not care. And but black women do not seem to appreciate the fakeness of that black women who always are talking about fakeness and authenticity and what's real and what's not can't seem to wrap their minds around the inauthentic relationship that they have with white women. <clears throat> so I'm looking at this video. I'm going to press play on it. 
You can't see it, but I can. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna describe to you what I'm seeing. Now, the this is the video of the black woman saying she was racially assaulted by Sophia Rosen, a 22-year-old student here at the University of, U University of Kentucky. She's standing on a platform crying. Now, the next video is her wrestling with the white woman, smiling. The white woman is smiling. She is smiling. They're wrestling. Now, this is the thing. The white woman is drunk. The black woman has the white woman's hands held. So it's not that the white woman is holding the sister. It's really the sister is holding the white woman. This is slave mentality. Because if a drunk woman is trying to attack you, you can leave. But this black woman is not trying to leave because she thinks this is funny. So, okay, hold on. Let me go back. She thinks this is funny to a degree. So she's holding the white girl's hands, trying to, I guess, keep the white woman from swinging on her. But there's a point where the white woman breaks away and she breaks away and they step back and just look at each other. And then she. Let me see this again, because this this is upsetting. This is upsetting. White woman says you're a nigger bitch. That, yeah, it's confirmed. The black woman said, can you stop, please? They break apart. Look, this is the part that is important. They're holding, holding, hold, no, not they're holding. The black woman is holding the white woman. Holding, holding, holding. The white woman says, you are a nigger bitch. They break apart. The black woman says, can you stop, please? Then proceeds to go forward. step forward and actually try to go into holding the white woman again. I'm going to rewind it again just for my own unbelievable just here she is smiling. The black woman smiling. Looking goofy with her hair dyed. Hair dyed orange. Hair dyed red. This is another symbol of self-hatred in the black woman trying to be different than what she is based off of the beauty standards of the white woman and then trying to of course fake and pretend and say nah it's not that that don't ever listen to what a black woman says when it comes to those types of things because she will never tell the truth so here she is with her hair dyed she doesn't have to be here she's holding this white woman She's saying, oh, Lord, I do not get a paid enough for this. You're a nigger bitch. You're a nigger bitch. The black woman going through her slave plantation rhetoric. Oh, Lord, Jesus. And oh, Lord, smiling and laughing. She thinks it's funny. So now the white woman is getting arrested. Should the white woman be arrested? No. No, don't arrest the white woman. Don't arrest the white woman. Don't. No, I don't advocate for that. I advocate for the black woman to be herself. 
don't dye your hair, sister. Don't um, fraternize with white women and think that they're your friend. Don't go out for drinks with white women. Don't go sleep over white women's houses because there was a sister who went to a sleepover with a bunch of white women and she was found dead. Stop believing the lie that feminism connects you to white women when it does not. This black woman is sitting here having fun at the uh, at the abuse. The abuse of the white woman is fun to her because in truth, the black woman wants to be validated by the white woman. So any type of it's like um, it's like when somebody like when you like somebody and they don't like you. Right. They you like them, you like them, you like them, but they just don't like you. And they tell you to your face, I don't like you. I wish you would leave me alone. In those moments, the person who is doing the liking or the, uh, the loving, they feel seen. They actually appreciate those moments to be told that what they're trying to get is not going to be given. They appreciate those moments because it's still an opportunity to engage with this person that they say that they like, even though the person is saying, I don't like you. This black woman is happy to engage in this physical altercation with the white woman because she feels ugly. The black woman feels ugly. She's sitting here with her hair dyed and I'm kind of going, I'm, I, I noticed in my voice, I just kind of increased my speed of talking. I don't want to give the impression that this is bothering me to that degree. And I don't want to give the impression that I am going to be heavy, heavier handed on the black woman than the white woman. Um, but I, I guess I am because I have nothing for the white woman. I don't have any I don't have any criticisms for the white woman. The white woman um, is a devil. Uh, all of her beauty and, you know, physical beauty is what I really mean to say. The white woman does have a physical beauty um, that does not account for anything in terms of the spiritual, the spiritual. All of her long hair and all of her, you know, bikini line and all that type of thing, that does not take, that does not equate to the beauty that the black woman has naturally none of it matters so i don't have anything for the white woman i don't have any criticism for her the white woman being a white woman why would i get mad at something that is being itself i don't go outside and yell at spiders i don't go outside and step on ants i don't go outside and go up the trees and say hey why ain't you moving like i am i'm moving i don't do that I let things be as they are. It's niggas and Negroes who have a self-hate complex and reject the wisdom of God who go around trying to make white people act better. Why are you going to try to make somebody act better that don't naturally act right? I'm going to make them act right. I'm going to make you act right to me so that you can love me. I'm going to make you love me. No, I don't. I have more criticisms for a person that's doing that than I have for the for the actual devil. 
I have more criticisms for God than I have for, for the devil. The God, in this case, being the black woman. I don't have any criticisms for the devil. The devil is the devil. Right? But I have criticism for when the God engages the devil. She actually goes forward to touch the white woman when the white woman wasn't even touching her. That's slavery. I'm going to stop the video because it's kind of, it is kind of pissing me off. It is kind of pissing me off because the video before that is the black woman standing in front of a crowd of people crying. So this is a little upsetting. This is slavery. This is the effects of slavery. And in this modern day setting, because we're not in chains and shackles, everything seems so uh, unreal. Um, racist slavery, racism can't be real because we're not in chains. And we, you know, you, you really think that time changes stuff. Time does not change things. I mean, technically it does. But, you know, like a, a squirrel that was, a, the squirrels today are essentially the same as the squirrels of 100 years ago. You're going to see a squirrel, you see, you go and read a nature, uh, a nature journal, and the person is going to say, oh, yes, the squirrel is doing this and the squirrel is doing that. He's foraging through the underbrush looking for some nuts so that he can carry into his tree for the winter. And that was 100 years ago. And then modern times, you say, eh, the squirrel is doing the exact same thing. So, I'm, you know, this notion that white people are changing, evolving with so to a degree that they, they are. Because what it is, is it's the... It's the effect, the same effect of when you have a, a cup of water and you add drops of dye to the water and the water changes to the color. The dye is the black race. And white people's interaction with us do, does change their intelligence because they begin to see things as they actually are instead of how they supposed that they were. Like for instance, there was a white uh, philosopher who said, if a tree falls in a forest, does it make a sound? And his rationality behind that was that, well, if I am not there to hear it, then it didn't make a sound. But you have to really think about the arrogance of that, that type of thinking, the, the profound arrogance and childness. And that was a grown man who made that statement. And, and not only was it a grown man that made this statement, it was several hundred. No, fuck that. Not only was it a grown man who made the statement. Excuse my language. That statement reverberated through history for thousands of years, meaning that, you know, when when someone says something stupid, it doesn't bear repeating unless the other people are stupid as well. Somebody says something stupid, it doesn't bear repeating. It's not going to make it past a year. You know, somebody says something stupid, it's 
not going to be repeated for a year and two years and three years and four years and five years by other people. But this man made a statement in ancient Rome <laughs> that a tree doesn't really make a sound if it falls in the forest and nobody's around to hear it. He made that statement 2000 years ago and people are still saying making that statement in public schools. So the white man's interaction with us has made him more intelligent as a as a as a human. Um it has made him more um human to a degree because the the true humanity of the white man is going to be unlocked with his humility. Humility is going to be the thing that makes the white man human. Uh his rejection of his satanic nature and his acceptance of the God that created the universe that he lives in is going to be what truly makes him a human. So right now you got Justin Timberlake, he dances like a black person from his association with black people watching Michael Jackson growing up. But watching Michael Jackson growing up and learning how to dance like him didn't stop Justin Timberlake from abusing Michael Jackson's sister. See how direct that is? Do you, <laughs> do you see how direct that just was? That wasn't even a stretch. I didn't even have to say someone else's sister. The man that taught Justin Timberlake how to dance was the same man that Justin Timberlake disrespected directly by, by embarrassing his sister, even though it was properly staged, even though it was properly staged, because Janet Jackson said it wasn't real, even though it was properly staged, because it wasn't real, but you just so happened to have, uh, you just so happened to have, uh, if I'm not if I'm not crazy, wasn't then she wasn't she wearing like a a sun nipple piercing or something? Was that just was that just my little freaky imagination? Then she had like a nipple piercing that looked like a sun. But the point is. The point, the point is being with the, the white man is not becoming truly, truly human until he accepts Allah and until he, de he denies the devil. As it said in the Godfather, do you deny Satan? Look at Janet Jackson grinding and humping on this white boy. I'm just I'm watching this performance, the Super Bowl. They dancing, 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 dancing. Justin Timberlake is singing.
Yeah. Just Janet Jackson's whole titty just came out her damn thing. I mean, it looked it looked amazing. Right? Hold on, let me take it back. So, this wasn't staged. It's on, it's not. It's on the stage. Now, the ease by which. Justin Timberlake did this. He did it with ease, meaning that he actually reached and snatched it. That's not coordinated. You you folks seem to not understand coordination. You you don't seem to understand. You you're not a people who seem to understand choreography. Whether or not Janet Jackson truly wanted to do it or not does not mean that she didn't know it was going to happen. She actually, she didn't turn around smack. Did she smack Justin Timberlake? Because that's what a, a real, if this was really an accident and Justin Timberlake wasn't supposed to do that, she would have turned around and smacked him. She was waiting that the the pulling of the bra was the last act of this choreographed stage performance so they they dance 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 she's grinding on him grinding on him he's chasing her grinding on him they come up on the stage they go up to the the top of the stage everything's coordinated every step is coordinated and then when he pulls it down it's not that you can't see her nipple because it's covered by what i said was like a star i've been seeing this since i was probably like I don't know 11 12 years old I certainly didn't understand anything back then but I understand enough now staged incident (laughs) Janet Jackson oh my god you pulled she didn't even have a real shocked look on her face of um it was it was it was just something for Hollywood you know, and then the press, oh, I'm so sorry, Super Bowl, um, you know, all of that type of stuff, that's all performance, too. That's with, with Hollywood, with people in real life, we perform on uh, one level where, you know, you go outside, um, you might have, you know, been in the house masturbating, uh, you might have been in the house walking around naked, shitting, farting doing all sorts of stuff, drinking, smoking weeds, doing cocaine. And then you go outside and you put on the clothes and you say, hi, nice to meet you. My name is Celine. Hi, nice to meet you. My name is, you know, Craig. And hi, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm not the person that I was in the house. I'm this person now, right? That's one level of acting. The type of acting that they do in Hollywood is much different than that. It's much different than that because it's acting on top of acting on top of acting. It's a multi-layered script. But I'm, I'm not talking about that. What, what was I talking about before I got into all of this? Oh, yeah. White, black people playing patty cake with white people. Because even with this, with Justin Timberlake and, and uh, Janet Jackson... Um, I think before that I was talking about the fact that, you know, 
being around white people has changed them. It's definitely changed us for the worse. It's changed them for the better. But just because they're better doesn't mean that they're not worse. Um, so just because they're better doesn't mean that they're not the worst human being on the planet. Um, and that's that can just be my opinion. That doesn't have to be your opinion. You form your own opinions, but you should make sure that your opinions are predicated on fact. Um, so this black woman sees playing patty cake with the white woman. And when I say patty cake, what do I mean? I mean, when you play patty cake, you know, it's an interaction between two people. Patty cake, patty cake. It's an interaction. It's a back and forth. If this white woman did what she did to you, then why were you playing patty cake with her? Just like what I said about the show Atlanta. The show Atlanta is a show about black people who say we don't like racism, but we like white people. White people crazy. But we can't seem to get away from them. We, we, we can't get away from them. They, they are a part of our reality and we have to engage with them. But we know that they're crazy. You understand that that's a contradiction, right? That, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a crazy thing. It was the same with the show um, Lovecraft Country. Oh, the white man is the is is a witch and he they doing the wrong thing to us. But oh, can you give me a spell that'll turn me into a white woman? Oh, yeah, you white people, y'all trying to kill us. But do y'all want to come over for dinner tonight? That whole type of patty cake game. The, the nigga that is, oh, white people, you're treating me so bad. But ooh, I, I love it. Uh, please don't stop that whole patty cake game. I can't get with. I can't get with it. I don't like it for you. I don't like it for us. I don't like it for us. We shouldn't be like that. White people so racist, man. Shit piss me off. Hey, hey, uh, can can I have your number, please? Damn, she treating me bad. These crackers so racist, yo. Uh, hey, hey. This, you know, this... This thing that we do, it's going to be our undoing. It's going to be our undoing. Cracker said, I tried to rape her, man. Can you believe this shit? These crackers off the chain. Yeah, brother, but you off the chain too. You off the chain too, brother. We are off the chain. This sister is sitting here allowing herself to be called a nigger bitch, but steady playing with the white woman at the same time and then standing in front of a bunch of people crying. I don't have no respect for that. I, I tried to at the beginning, if you heard in my voice, I tried to, but I can't be fake. I don't want to be counterproductive. I don't want to give out mixed signals and mixed messages. I'm trying to be real enough so that you can see that I see 
this. I saw, I tried to see it differently at first, but I see it a different way now. And you can change your mind too. You don't have to be one thing all the time. You don't have to be so stagnant of a character. Allow yourself to change change your mind. Allow your mind to be changed. Your mind doesn't always have to be stuck on one thing. Allow yourself to you have an experience with life. Oh my God. It was a staged incident. Justin Timberlake pulled her titty out because they had coordinated that. That was choreographed. Just like the Will Smith smack. I know a lot of you still believe that that was real. You know that... You know you... I don't know why you would think that anything Hollywood makes is real. I, I don't know why your spider senses don't tingle. I don't know why you don't, uh, you know, have any sense of alertness to lies. I don't know why you're like that. I really, I don't, I'm, I'm, when I say I'm not being facetious, I, I'm try, I try to follow the thread of a, of a human being's thoughts to the root to try to ascertain why we act the way that we do. I cannot understand why people believe things that are so obviously false. I don't understand that. And I know that you cannot explain it because if I don't understand it and I see it, then I know you can't explain it and you don't see it. You can't explain what you don't see. I'm telling you, I see it and I still can't explain it. (laughs) So... Yeah, you just, yeah, it was staged. It was staged. And the reasons why it's so obvious. It's the the game of patty cake. Patty cake with white supremacy. I'm not going to play patty cake with white supremacy. I'm going to get up and walk away. And go play patty cake with black people. Not gonna stay on the ground, crisscross applesauce, playing patty cake with my enemy, and then becoming surprised or marveling when they do something that is against who I am. I'm I'm not. I don't understand that. And that's that's all I wanted to say. This this is gonna be a shorter episode because I have other stuff I have to do. But I uh, really loved the opportunity to talk. Um, I appreciate the, my listeners. Um, I love all of my listeners um, as listeners. Because, you know, if I have some white listeners, obviously I don't love you. Okay. But I love that you listen. Okay. I love that you listen. Yeah, that, I think that's good. I love that you listen. Keep listening. And maybe you know we can add some more dye to that to that water make you a little darker in a in a racial sense not darker in a 
spiritual sense because spiritually the black man is the light so it's 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 a little flip-floppy but you know when the black man the dark man talks about the truth he's actually giving whiteness or lightness or you know we we light has a has a whiteness to it so whiteness and holiness and purity is really associated with those who are black and darkness and evil and decay and rottenness and griminess and scumminess and degenerate behavior is really associated with those who claim that they are white and if you keep listening past the you know thought of being insulted uh past the thought of you know hearing something that jars against everything that you've ever been told if you can listen past that point then you will be taken to a point that is further than the people that you are kinsmen with and if you can be saved out of the multitudes of your people then that's a good thing if your life is spared that's that would be a blessing because the truth of the matter is that a lot of white people are going to be killed with this war between God and Satan and a lot of black people are going to be killed as well because <clears throat> when Allah kills somebody he kills their goldfish too he doesn't leave anything alive in the house he'll kill the goldfish he'll kill the germs in the house he'll he'll kill everything so if you are the property of the white man if you are acting as the white man's goldfish or the white man's pet black dog and you are a, a loyal nigger uh you are loyal to your master you're going to be killed you are going to be killed okay So, yeah, I'm glad that's out the way. Um, uh, kind of hungry now. <laughs> I'm kind of thirsty a little bit. I need something to drink. Talking all that fire. But 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 truthfully, truthfully, you know, to my white audience as well, I'm not nothing I say is designed to. But but I don't. I'm not going to even go there. You know, Minister Farrakhan has been trying to appeal to the human inside of white people for years. He has not been. He has been very successful. He has been very successful. Let me not say that he has been very successful very successful he has been mm. so let me go back into what i was going to say what i was going to say was that 
you should stop taking advantage of black people and their kindness and their inability to do you wrong. You should really stop taking advantage of it and and really start to appreciate it and try to emulate it. You really should. You really should. You none of my words are designed with poison. You know, sometimes it's a little bitter. But good medicine usually is bitter. Because the bitterness is the ingredients, right? That's what makes something bitter. It's the ingredients that go inside of it. The the different chemicals in it that don't really... You know, make something sweet. But its intention is not to be sweet. Its intention is to cure. To cure. That's the intent. Because viruses don't need to be treated sweetly. The sweetness is for the tongue, but the medicine is for the virus to die. And there's a sickness inside of you white people and it needs to be killed. Or, you know, you say, well, I don't want it to die. I want to remain the way that I am. Okay, then you will die. Then the sickness inside of you will consume you or the power of God from the outside of you will destroy you. Either way, it doesn't end well. So. I want to thank all of you for listening. <laughs> Need to get better at my dismounts from that. Those, you know, I, I, I guess I shouldn't, I should I should watch what I say. I should watch what I say. And I should get better with what I say. You know, but I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to reveal something that was revealed to me. I may not be doing it the best way, um, but I'm trying to do it for, for the, because I do care about the people on planet Earth. I do care about the inhabitants of planet Earth. White as well. I do care about white people. I do not, I'm not, I don't love you. I don't love you. You don't deserve that type of affection, but I do care about you. I do care about whether you live or die. I do. I do. I can't, I can't lie and say I don't. And saying that I do care is not to take away from my blackness because in the in the moment of 
you know, uh, in the moment where I have to, you know, <laughs> I can quickly change <laughs> with the, given the situation. But the fact still remains that no, I don't want to see y'all die. But I know that you all are going to, a lot of you are going to die. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is. So, thank you for listening. Peace.